Podfellas Podcast. Welcome back to the Oddfellas Podcast. We are back in the studio Mosquito with Louis Saavedra and myself, Ricardo Cienfuego de la Torre Gemela Rodriguez. And uh, uh, the third. The third, <laughs> of course. Um, today we got a, a little bit of a shorty podcast for you guys. Uh, we got a couple of uh, topics. Uh, topics, I guess. This time we got some topics to keep it kind of alive. Let's do it. Um, so today we've yes. uh, <laughs> tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, the top of the list. Uh, did you hear about uh, Danny Masterson? Oh, dude, I Hide did. from uh, that 70s show? Yeah, fucking 30 years to life. 30 years to life. Dude. In case you don't know what that means. That's life. It's life. That's life. 30 years before you can be eligible for parole. 25 years. Oh, 25 years. Yeah, so the the thing is 30 to life, but you're eligible for parole after 25 Oh, okay, yeah. okay, gotcha, okay. I was listening to it while I was driving. Oh, right, right, right. So okay, <laughs> good. Because I, 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 I saw somewhere that somebody was saying 30. But, yeah, okay, so 25, you're eligible for parole. But it's, it's not guaranteed. Yeah, but it's def- most definitely 30. I mean... 30. The allegations, and he was found guilty. I haven't heard the stories. Well, I just heard, like, what the judge told him. Basically, like, look, you may feel like you're the victim, but I guarantee you, you're not the victim. Damn. Because I used... So he was, he was in him quick. Yeah, apparently, this is at the height of the 70s show. Oh, shit. And uh, he, like, drugged uh, these two women. I think it was, like, three out of... Or, uh, two out of three, he was found guilty. Right, which is 15 and 15 each. Count one and count two, 15 each, which equaled the 30. And then, damn, to life. To life. So that's got to be some fucking serious stories. Yeah, I don't... It it can't be like a disputable, like, um, you know, where it's kind of like, ah, well, maybe she did want to, but she got upset or something. Nah, it was a for sure thing. It they was gave like him, a god damn, yeah. like, nah, bro, like, you did it. Yeah, uh, the I believe the the victim here, if I'm paraphrasing, um, basically she says that she wanted to, re- she should have reported him when it happened, but I guess. She did it and Scientology Oh that's they right say, They yeah. say that Scientology Actually paid a lot of hush money And try to sweep this under the rug Yeah I heard about that So they're saying that Scientology Actually had a lot to do With trying to keep it quiet How are they not going to uh, Like For Scientology Not for But you know I, How are they not going after Scientology I think they have a lot of people in high places, and I think they just they're keeps willing to let these celebrities they, go down for it. Yeah, they're they're gonna be like, bro, like you kind of went too far. Like, <laughs> you you know what? Sorry, but we tried. And they're like, you know, I think that as any re- religion, it's it's just self preservation. 
Yeah. Like we gotta, you know, you got to think about the, the cause, brother. You can't. It's not about you. It's about everybody. Yeah. So you got to go down right now through the time. But we got you. But in 25 years, <laughs> we'll do our best. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's fucking crazy, dude. That's fucked up is what that is. That Yeah, I mean, totally is fucked up. Like, I mean, drugged and violently raped was was the words that I heard. So it, ah, oh, It man. wasn't like. Questionable. You know, it wasn't Haziz. Yeah. It, it was, was like cold, hard oh facts. Oh, God. And it sucks for, you know, the victim and. I hope they're doing better. The victims, because that third, more. yeah, that yeah. third victim, according to this case and what was released today, that third victim, I guess they didn't find them guilty, or there wasn't enough evidence. But if if you already got two, like, wouldn't you be like, you know what? More this than likely, did it. <laughs> more than likely, you probably did. But either way, dude, that fool like. I don't know, like, there, there's, you know, as as humans, you know, you, you kind of like, oh, I, I fucking knew, you know, like, there's there's a lot of that. It's like, oh, I fucking knew he was a fucking sh- shitty person or whatever. But then, like, you couldn't because he was so reserved. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was a uh, pretty, so it seemed. And it, I kept to his, he wasn't out there in terms of, like, you know, celebrities where you see, uh, you know Ashton Kutcher and yeah. uh, you know Mila Kunis, and it was just kind of like you. I never really heard of him outside of that mm-hmm. '70s show, and it was nope. just kind of like he was like Hyde, and I. You imagine he was just like his character, just kind of kicking it somewhere, you know, hanging out. But it's just fucking crazy. It's fucking wild, man. I remember they he did come out in another uh, Netflix show with uh, with Ashton Kutcher, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Up until the point where they announced that he was he getting all these allegations back when they first talked about it. And I just stopped watching it. I don't know. It's just kind of like my way of protesting it. Yeah. You know, because, like, that's just fucked up, dude. Especially because, like how I'm saying, v- drugged and violently raped was used to describe the incident, unfortunately. Yeah, so I'm assuming that the um, the judge saw a disregard for the uh, a, a fellow human being, yeah, and the well being of that human being, you know. Whereas, like, kind of like, uh, actually, you know what? No, I'm not gonna justify any any form of anything. You know, it's just I don't know. I feel like I have a hard time staying uh, fully erect if. If the person isn't like, if if I get a subtle like, yeah, like if I'm I, in there and I and and I I sense like, it's just like, she's bored. It's like I shrivel up like a lettuce in a microwave. It's like, like, no le gusta. No, I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy how like to think about it as a man, like, you know. To, to be like, how do you get off and continue to, like, you know, be macizo, you know? Like, like I don't know. Like, I just, I wouldn't, like, I, I couldn't. Just said, like, how you're saying, like, at the first sign of, like, oh, yeah, she's not into this. 
I mean, or maybe I'm taking too long or whatever. Like, yeah. it just it it fucks the whole thing yeah, up. It's just like you know what? Let's just watch the movie then. Let's just watch the movie. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like you I'm know, good. it's all good. Let's just watch the movie. You want to watch it for the plot? Let's watch it for the plot. <laughs> Watching the movie. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does I don't know? You have to have some. Some wires cross, I believe, too. Yeah, like. I wonder what the hell's going on with that. Um, I, I guess we could jump into the topic of Scientology now. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. we were talking about in, in the... It's not the last one, but the one before last with the Mars Volta. Yes. Uh, Cedric. His, was a Scientologist, uh, right? His wife was in it. So when she, when she met him, she was in Scientology, and she got him in. Yeah. But... He was like, dude, this is fucking nuts. So he got her out, like both of them out. Yeah. Of course, they didn't like that. And they started, uh, you know, threatening them, doing all kinds of shit. Like, I think it's pretty well documented on Twitter. It was like in the 2018, 2017 ages. Yeah. He was posting a lot and showing like the pictures of shit that they would throw over his thing. Apparently, they killed like two of his dogs because yeah. they would throw like poisoned uh, dog food or meat over the, his fence. And they killed some of his dogs, and they were just, like, really fucking going after him. Yeah. And it was like, and he was documenting it, because he was like, dude, if I document it, at least there's record of, like, they're coming after me. Yeah. It's not just kind of like, I'm in secret and scared of them, and they can have control over me. So, you know, I'm glad he got out. He seems like he's in a way better place now, and, you know, fuck. It's, it's fucked up that, you know, they go to such an extreme to... Intimidate people like that But Something about Scientology Is just fucking weird And and then there's also uh, That actress uh, Leia Remini Oh yeah From uh, King of Queens Yeah Queen of Queens Which by the way I haven't seen their documentary But If I was gonna have a wife The character she plays In King of Queens (laughs) Yeah That aggressive New Yorker That's just like Come here you fucking idiot what are you doing you know like yeah sometimes you just want to be fucking talked to like that yeah it's like <laughs> like what yeah he's like you know i'm out here drinking with the boys like it's fucking 12 o'clock you need to get your ass inside it's like all right all right i'm going in yeah <laughs> you know sometimes sometimes you need that that yeah, strong little, hand you know little fucking slap here and there wouldn't hurt anybody. and at the end of the day that's nice he's like all right good night you idiot and kiss you on the cheek and you're just like all right i love yeah, you that was nice i love i fucking love you like <laughs> Yes, I give you whatever you Can want. Can we do it again tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a bigger idiot tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, she uh, <coughs> same thing, um, and she went out pub- public uh, for the same reasons. I think. Yeah, it was, like, had, if like, something uh, happens, like at least I'm out, and it's like we can sort of like build a case against them because I'm I'm out in the public and letting people know. So that was, that was I think the I'm, I'm glad she's out too. Yeah, I. I I feel like they're just they have no you know how we were talking about in the previous episode that disconnect of like oh yeah you know like ah, I don't it, it is what it is we're we are Scientology and they have you know this way of thinking and I don't know dude it's just I I feel like I'm not saying that I, I'm I'm excited to hear. But I want to hear, I want to know the shit Tom Cruise has. Oh, my you know? God. Like, I, look, he's the fucking face of Scientology. 
At this point, yes. So it's just kind of like, what kind of fucking skeletons is, does he have in his closet? You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not saying that I'm excited to see that. I'm just kind of like, I, I know. I wonder if they made him do stuff, too. Oh, of course. Of course. I, I think I think they. I think that's the initiation. That that's initiation. That's what that's what they they call it. Uh, I fucking remember. But basically, you tell them all your deepest, darkest secrets, and they they write everything down, and that's how they get what they want from you, by using all those deepest, darkest secrets against you. It's like, oh, you fucking. You like fucking butt plugs? Well, you wouldn't want that information to go public, would you? You know, I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> I'd be like, I'm deeply terrified of 1959 Les Pauls. I... They'd be like, well, we got you one. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there has to be something they got something on him. It's like, I don't know, dude. Like, all that shit... The weird, like, Scientology and, like, the whole Epstein thing. Dude, like, Ron, Ronald Hubbard is the uh, founder of Scientology. Yeah. He's a fucking a sci-fi writer. Yeah, I have a few of his books. Weird stuff. But he was also involved in... um. In in this in this uh the ritual I've talked about it before called uh, Babylon Awakening, or Babylon Workings. Sorry, it's a series of magical rituals that were created by Aleister Crowley to awaken the goddess Babylon. And I just find it so weird that he was he was a part of that. He was technically the the guy that was recording the event. Yeah. And then the one that was uh. That was actually involved in it. That was doing it was uh, uh, something Panson, but he was like the the he was one of the inv- like inventors of of modern rocketry. Like the he he created the modern rocket. You know what we went to the moon with the guy from JPL. Yeah, not Robert Panson, but uh. some something else. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but anyways, um, I just always found that connection so strange. That it was like, yeah, that guy went on to fucking create a Scientology and, you know, who knows? Maybe he just learned how to uh, influence people through fake religion and how to control and manipulate. Well, it's funny that 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 you say all this stuff because I was recently talking to my coworker about it. Um, that there's this book that was written in Russia years ago. I don't know exactly what the year is, but it's basically... Same time that uh, Marx was alive and creating his literature. Mm. Uh, Karl Marx is what I'm talking about. Um, and they're trying to find a technique to infiltrate a community um, without being noticed and controlling them through certain means. And... Um, I, I I read this somewhere a long time ago, but I, I it just came up because we were talking about conspiracy theories at work today, yeah. and so I was telling him this, and right now that you mentioned it, basically the theory is that there's a technique to infiltrate uh, cultures, mm. basically you know like the United States, basically 
um, one of the things that they were talking about is to be able to manipulate the market or manipulate the economy using these tactics. Uh, one of which is sleight of hand and misdirection, oh, right? And basically controlling the narrative, which is controlling the media. And so, if you control the media and you control the nar- nar- narrative, you have people's attention because all they want to do is, I want to keep up with the news, or I want to know what the fuck happened, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, one of which stands out is how to infiltrate the the economy the u.s con economy mm-hmm. specifically is through identity politics because if you keep everybody separate and fighting about their identity and what they stand for which is at the end of the day it's important to some people mm-hmm. but at the end of the day the way you identify is just a distraction because you oh, yeah. are just a fucking bank account to the government, right? So if you start introducing these ideas like, oh, well, you're, you know, a Latino or you're blah, 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 and you're this and that, or you try to fight people or you try to, like, um, distract them with, I need you to respect my identity and mm. so so on and so forth. You distract and you're able to do all this manipulative stuff in the back, in the background, while everybody is just fighting amongst themselves. Yeah. And uh, recently, the the way it came up, the conversation was because we were talking about how um, the the housing market basically is being bought up by all these Chinese families. Oh yeah. And we talked about this in a, yes. a couple episodes ago. How these you have these families whether it be mob related or like actual like heritage families Mm. where they i guess get a bunch of fucking money and then just buy up a bunch of land and you know make it hard for like actual u.s citizens to buy up you know the shit drives up the fucking the cost of living the cost of housing and now we're fucked so apparently that's one of the things while we're still fighting about identity politics that that's what's happening another thing is this happening apparently this came out today that uh saudi uh saudi arabia is buying up all these bank companies that own all these investment companies and you know basically a bunch of different uh, entities and they're pushing their narrative of like oh we don't support these certain things but they don't push it in 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 a way where it's kind of like oh it's Saudi Arabia it's it's more of like well we're paying for your campaign and we want you to say these things you know what I'm going with? Hit the bullet points. Yeah. So basically they're buying up these banks that are giving money to these politicians or they're giving money to these, um, what do they call it? Fucking lobbyist. 
who then buy these politicians. Mm. So there's like a a third party or a middleman, a fourth party, and you know, so they're they're covering your tracks. Yeah, and they're buying up all this shit, and they're pushing their agenda of like being um, bigot bigotry like pushing their bigotry agenda or they're pushing their like oh uh anti-gay agenda and stuff like that anti-lgbtq agenda Uh, and they're pushing that narrative because it's again it's just a huge distraction and while they're still fighting they're buying up all these companies and entities and banks that own everything at the end of the day, I believe they're saying that uh, the one of the biggest companies that provides or banks with Amazon is is being bought up, or Saudi Arabia is buying the bank that owns or banks with Amazon. So just to tell you, like they're doing all this shit while we're still fighting about our identity politics. So I won't be able to buy my rainbow dildos on Amazon anymore? Unfortunately not. Shit. Only anal beads. <laughs> they ain't cheap. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I can keep dude, going there, with there, the fucking rabbit hole, but there like... There is a... There is... Fuck. There's just such a, like, um... There's so many fronts. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Forget a seven-front war. This is... It's, a quadrahedron. Yeah, and then, and then the the wars are not being fought. I mean, they are still being fought, like in Ukraine and Russia right now, but they're they're mostly being fought through like who has the the control over these companies, these entities, because like I mean, I mean, we see it in the gaming industry. Like right now, uh, Microsoft is trying to buy fucking Blizzard and uh, Blizzard. Slash fucking Activision or whatever they're fucking called. And. Is that why Diablo 4 sucks ass? Dude, yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> fucking Diablo 4 did suck ass. I was so disappointed with that fucking game. But. You see all this shit. And they're pushing their ways to get their money. It's like uh, the, the this new game that came out by Bethesda. Mm-hmm. The star field or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, everybody is raving. They're writing raving reviews about how great the fucking, and I'm like, I don't know, I just don't trust it, dude. Like I, mm. like especially because I've been burnt, especially this last couple fucking games that I bought, dude. fucking cyberpunk, uh, fucking, you know, all these other games that they came out that just suck. I feel like fucking Bethesda is like the only company I trust because of Skyrim. But I mean, look, Skyrim a- was great. After how long has it been? Almost over ten years. Over the over. I think it's twenty five years that they just are some shit like that. I don't know. Anyways, they use they're still use. So this came out. They're still using the same technology they used for Skyrim for this new game. Same fucking engine. Same technology. They're using the same tactics of like, you know, it's not nothing new. It's just the 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 setting changes, but you're use you're playing the same game. Why? Because money. Oh. Because people was gonna buy it. People are gonna buy it because they like have Skyrim's still legendary. Let's just do it again. 
Yeah. <sighs> and it's like anybody who speaks negatively about this game right now and uh, social media and YouTube like that, they're getting Stabbed. like fucking pushed down. Their views are, are like being, they're suffering. They're they're hiding all these videos and shit like that. And it's just like, dude, like, I don't know. I I, I guess I'm like, how are you supposed to be the greatest? If you're in a yeah. fucking shitty league, you know, you know kind of like the messy I f- thing. I feel like this is where this is where the odd fellas is gonna shine. This is where the odd fellas is gonna find its audience. Let's do it in a market where all these podcasters and YouTubers and all that stuff will will be like, you know, we're this is how we make our money. We have to take the 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 sponsorships. We have to do it. It's for our families. It's how we make our livelihoods. Da 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 da. In that case, they're 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 easily bought. Mm-hmm. So you can be like, okay, so here comes Bethesda. They're like, oh, dude, no, you know, you can be a little critical, but overall, give it positive reviews. You know, we don't want people to think you're, you know, licking our ass, but at the same time, we want it to be mostly positive reviews. And so it's like, when are people going to start getting like honest reviews? Even the ones that say like, not sponsored, you know, not anything. It's just my honest, true opinion. You know, after a while. But it's like, you know, video sponsored by yeah, <laughs> this video is sponsored by a company that has nothing to do with them, but that company does own them. <laughs> yeah, so at the end of the day, I feel like this is maybe where the Oddfellas was gonna find their audience of like, you know what? We're not sponsored by anybody except alcohol companies. <laughs> and at the end of the day, if you want to. Try it, then try it. Yeah. You know, it'll drink it. It'll get you drunk. We're we're sponsored by our fucking jobs. Yeah, we we have jobs. We're not uh, you know waiting, but uh, so we're just trying to filter out some of the uh, noise out there for you guys and uh, and and what we're weary or suspicious of, and uh, we have passions, so for sometimes sure. uh, our passions uh, will cause us to rant and really exclaim at certain things but you know it's it's out of love it's because we really love whatever it is that we're talking about or 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 are upset about yeah sorry (laughs) not sorry sorry not sorry again i feel like this is where we're probably going to find our niche i i feel like this allows us to be honest because it's not like we're getting sponsors and like we feel bad even if like they say oh go ahead give us a negative review we don't care we just want to send you the product Mm -hmm. you know you feel i feel you feel guilty like it already changes your your mind your mind you're like they sent me this they sent me a t-shirt they sent me a you know they gave me a gift card for 50 dollars of their product you know like you know what It, it wasn't the greatest but it actually is really good if you do this, da, 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 yeah. and then you then you start spieling how it's like not good. But psychology, it's, bro. It's yeah. Psychology. That, that's that's why they send shit. That's why they send gift baskets. That's why they send boxes. That's, exactly. That's what. What are they called? Is it PR guys or a a a? Yeah, PR guys. PR guys, right? That's that's their job. Yep. They try to make you feel like unpressured on anything, but at the same time, they're sending you all this stuff. And then in the thing, you're like, yeah, I'm not sponsored, but they did send me this box. So I'm going to give you guys the honest. They told me to be honest. Yeah. But are you really being honest? You're not, dude. You're not. It's, it's, 
it sucks because you you start to trust these people because they started from the bottom where we're at you know you're like now we're here and and yeah you get to the the next episode and it's like oh this do you mind i'll go for it do you want to pause no oh <laughs> i'll do it in your face that's fine so i feel like you start trusting their opinion and then you start noticing that like oh dude this was like saying some not true shit about this product or he's maybe not he's bending the truth excuse me and uh, like for example um i don't know if you if you're into the the tech side of youtube uh, sometimes So there's this accidents. huge YouTube star That just got Fucking shitted on Cause he Was accused of like Fucking Misconduct And And Kind of bending YouTube the star. truth Huh? A YouTube star? Yeah So This guy is huge In the In the tech Industry or whatever Linus Tech Tips So In the last couple of weeks Um All this shit Started coming out um, it started out with this video of it. one of his competitors basically said, look, this fool has been lying to you or giving you false information. Like, oh, shit. And here's the proof. And he's been tested, testing the same product that this other YouTube person has been testing. And he's like, he's not giving you the whole truth. Sometimes he gives you uh, bad information. Oh, shit. Um, incorrect or error ridden information and yeah, so yeah. you know i'm just telling you like be better you know and that kicks off a huge fucking spark that like basically uh previous employees basically left the company because oh, of pressures of uh, keeping deadlines and so on and so forth like and I, i'm really compressing a lot of what the happening yeah, yeah. um but basically He's just fucking shit person. Dang. He does it for the views and he does it for, you know, trying to get, you know, quantity over quality type of shit. And on right, top right, of that, right. he's been like um, accused of like misconduct and, you know, bad work environment things. Dang. At what point are we going to become that? I mean, <laughs> never. <laughs> nah, I, I, I feel like, not. yeah, I feel like we won't, but I feel like everybody is capable of it, you know. I, I, I feel like that might be like a, one of those things where it's like, um, I guess we won't know until we get there. Yeah. I, I'd really like to think that I wouldn't. I like to think that I could I could maintain my humility because of my upbringing and knowing how hard it is to get there. Uh, I feel like our kids might suffer if we do get there, though, because <laughs> yeah. it'd be hard to keep them away from, you know. Obviously, it's not. Like oh, your gonna... dad's fucking Ricky. Uh, did me. he? <laughs> yeah, that is a guy. No, I but... mean, yeah, I feel like. We'll, we'll know until we get there But I feel like I don't know I feel like I wouldn't let you Do that Ricky I hope so I feel like sometimes I just need a handler And someone just sounds like Hey bro Like what are you doing A nah. yacht really You know what you need 
it's a yacht, man. <laughs> you could have you could have been fine with a small boat. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess you're right. Now, would you boat. would you need is Leah, what's her face, to tell you, come here, you fucking idiot. <laughs> now, what are you doing? What, what are you, you doing? doing? What is he's like? I bought the biggest one they had. I can afford it. <laughs> For how long? Huh? For how long? <laughs> You're right. I'm gonna take it back. Yeah, but uh, and, and not trusting those things, I feel like uh, that's happened also with like um, like Rotten Tomatoes, where it oh, used I to be a reputable yeah. like company. Now it feels like whenever they they want to push something, they'll give it like positive reviews. Luckily, they still have the audience review as mm-hmm. well, <clears throat> which is like. Sometimes you see the the, you see it clearly. Yeah. But like ninety percent Rotten Tomatoes, and then audience is like thirty seven. Yeah. Like, it's what like, the fuck? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, uh, this past weekend I saw Midsummer. How was that? I still haven't seen it. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. It's fucked up. You've seen Hereditary, right? Yes. So apparently they came out around the same time. Yeah, and isn't they, it the same director or some shit? Like are is it are, is it the same director? I believe so. Oh, I had no idea actually. They came I know it's the same studio, but I didn't know it was the same director. Yeah, I think it was the same director. Okay, so then if it's I guess then it makes sense. Um, but it was just like it was it was just fucked up. Uh, so if you haven't seen Midsummer, it's uh it's a it's basically a movie about like a cult. Yeah, and it's. I've heard. I haven't seen the original Wicker Man, not the John, uh, not the Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I was about to say Johnny Cage. <laughs> Finish him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's not. Apparently, it has nothing to do with that. But it's pretty similar to the original one. Um, but it's pretty fucked up, dude. It's kind of like it's. Uh, it just fucking leaves you going like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck did I just watch? I remember reading a a, a snippet. Of the actress who played... Uh, oh, the girl? Yeah, the girl. Mm-hmm. She says she, she needed to take, like, a couple of months off from, like, everything wow. after she she filmed it. Does that make... I mean, I've never seen it, but does that make sense to you? I could see that. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Because there's some scenes where even though it's acting, you have to be involved. To the point where it's kind of like... There's like I feel like this is how cults take over people, mm. where like they just like you even though you're make believe, it's like the rhythmic the the patterns the the way that they work to to get you to be like I'm a part of this organism. Yeah. You know. So and then that's just what it is. So I, I could see that for sure. That's crazy. Man. But yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen faces of death. And I know that some of the stuff is actually pretty, it looks pretty realistic. And I was just like, oh, shit. And and it kind of puts you in the perspective of like a bystander where you're watching it. And you're like, oh, fuck, that's, how would I react? Yeah. And you see the actors reacting, you're like, fuck, that's fucked up. (laughs) Why would anybody want to witness that? I have it downloaded, but I haven't like pulled the trigger and watched it. Not because I'm afraid of it, just I just feel like I needed to give it a, the moment, you know. Right. Yeah. Like how you're you're describing, like you gotta have to you witnesses or witness it or like be part of it, 
I feel like sometimes I, I, I put on a movie and then I'm doing something else. And I just haven't had the right time to, like, watch anything unless it's at the theater. Because I feel like when you're at the theater, you kind of disconnect from it. Yeah, it's different at the theater, I think. Um, but I watched it and I, I definitely felt like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, <laughs> I thought about it for a while afterwards. And uh, it just left me feeling like, um, like, man... There's still great directors out there besides uh, 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 Christopher Nolan. <laughs> There's yeah. some guys out there that, that know how to, like, entice the senses without being so obvious, without yeah. jump scares, without, like, shit, you know? And so it was It was, It was. was a good movie. I would recommend you watch it. And um, um, it, it's, a, it's a good movie. And then uh, after that, as a palate cleanser, I watched a, a newer movie called uh, Past Lives. It's like uh, it's based. It's like an American film, but it's like kind of with Korean actors, and it's based out of Korean. Kind oh, of I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. It's basically just kind of like a a love story, or you know, childhood sweethearts, you know, move away and kind of like have to they reconnect, and mm-hmm. there's always that connection. But the the basic premise of it is uh, how they're saying. Uh, like the people that you you connect with, I forgot. I I I don't want to do it in injustice, but they're saying that like you live so many lives, like throughout you know the history of 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 the earth and life, that the people you connect with, like you've you've always had a, that connection, like always. Yeah. So no matter what, there's always been like you know we're probably fucking buddies at some point you know in a past life you know yeah. and, and we went through stuff together to where it's like now we re-met and it's, it was kind of like it's undeniable it's like oh like it's something there it's not just kind of like ah uh, oh, he's a good guy I can I can hang out with him and uh, it, but they're talking about like a love story mm-hmm. so they're saying like uh, I think the resolve of the whole thing is basically kind of like even if we're not together in this life you know either in a past life or in a future life we're always gonna find each other somehow you know yeah I like that it's just it's just it's a love story it's good though it's it's good I like it um what would you rate that that one yeah I'm a corny guy like so I, as in like, all right, let's make it easy because I, I don't like numbers, scales or whatever. Watch, don't watch. Oh, um, yeah, I would say past lives. I would say watch because the directing on it is also really good. I like the cinematography and I like the way it's presented. And for uh, Midsummer, the cinematography is gorgeous. It instantly reminded me of like something Stanley Kubrick or a student of Stanley Kubrick would have created. Like it's just the symmetry, the big shots, the, you know, the large pans of large, you know, areas making you feel small in a big area. Like in the whole world, you're you're trapped in this little nook. You know, I think Wes Craven did the same thing. It's like, you know, you're in a big bustling city, 
but the killer has a hold of you somehow you know yeah. you can't get help so you know I just feel like the director does a really good job in, in both of those movies so I was I was I was very happy to have seen uh, both of those movies nice I'll give uh, I'll give them a watch for sure or don't I mean well I already have Midsummer. Um, I've I heard of Past Lives, and I was gonna download it, but I wasn't sure what it was, so I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so but now that I know, it sounds good. I mean, it sounds it's cool, man. And Koreans drink a lot of soju. Hey, apparently it's it's, it's quite a big uh, problem in Korea. I think there's a lot of people like the, <laughs> the population as a whole drinks a lot of alcohol. And uh, some of the scenes in there, <clears throat> I guess, you know, a lot of Asian cultures, you know, you go out to eat like in big groups, you know, big groups, you know, and when you date, you don't go out like, you know, two people, you go out in a group, you know, all your girlfriends, all my guy friends, and we're on a date, but, you know, we're all going together. Yeah. And it's kind of like a big communal thing. And, but, uh, and it also shows you the other side, which is like the bachelors. Of course, they they go out and eat together all the time, and that's 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 how they uh, hang out. But uh, they're drinking the the exact same bottles we had, a little green bottle. <laughs> yeah, like another bottle of soju. Drinking yes. like it's water. Yeah, good stuff, man. I was um, we we're talking about a couple episodes ago about the blue beetle. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, on, on TikTok and social media, it blew up because there's a podcast that mentioned they're reviewing the, the, the show or the movie, I mean, and they're like talking shit. They're all white. It's like six or seven of them on the podcast. And it's a video podcast. And they're all white and they're like nitpicking about how. Oh, no one like in the movie. There's a scene where the main actor, um, his his real name is Sholo uh, something, mm-hmm. but I forget his last name. But anyways, his his real name is Sholo, and uh, he's the the guy who plays uh, Miguel in Cobra Kai. Mm. So she's like, oh, I don't know who he is, blah blah blah, like blah blah. blah. It's like when he came out in the scene. He comes on a scene where he goes to a job interview, kind of, and like the the person in the front, the secretary or whatever you want to call it. She's like, "Oh, uh, deliveries are down the basement, blah blah,", blah. <laughs> and that's part of the movie, you know. Right. And it's just like, "Oh, no one would ever do that. That's just so disrespectful, blah blah,", blah. and as I do, like, it's funny because it instantly like reminded me. Of like all these microaggressions that that to us, you know, we we uh, we experience, but to a lot of like you know non Latino or non people of color, they don't see. They're blind to that. It's like, oh, that's not a microaggression. Or, that's not racist or whatever. Right. And as she's explaining, there's awful shit that's being said in in. In the show, but the one that specifically I'm talking about right now is that 
because it reminded me of when we went to me and Tiff went to San Diego, and I I told you oh, a story right, yeah. where this random lady was like, "Oh, we thought you were staff because you were wearing all black." Like, bitch, what? Like, how um, fucking dare you? Emo. What did she say? <laughs> I'm emo, bitch. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. like. If you were to put that in a movie and like, oh, that that never would have happened. I was like, bullshit. Like, it you know, it, it pissed me off because it's like we get gaslit into be- believing that we're the crazy ones, that, that that's not microaggressions or that's not racist or whatever. But no anyways, crazy. I was pissed off. And apparently all of uh, Latino people of color TikTok is pissed off by this these uh, people in this podcast. Because they were talking shit Like You know Like oh that doesn't happen And there's this other White guy who Who uh Talks about how like Oh that's so unrealistic There's How many Working adults And they can't afford a house And I was like Dick like How's that unrealistic You know Just because you don't Fucking experience it Doesn't mean that it doesn't exist Like I I think they're thinking Like uh in their kind of terms of like uh, they're making like 150k a year or something it's like how could you not you know there's so many of you how could you not it's like <laughs> we're not making that much boo boo yeah <laughs> we're not in that uh, tax bracket yeah and, and talk about how like oh we don't um, we don't understand how every time there's a like Mexican they're always trying to like inject their culture like oh yeah like I've been away at college and all I'm thinking about is tacos and I was like that's fucking very much real like that's like something that you know you crave you know like you you, we connect with food I think like like at least me and my family does you know it's like dude I fucking miss my my mom's fucking tamales or you know when fucking my dad makes fucking carnitas like you gotta fucking try you know like we connect it's communal you know like of course like if you find if you you go to a fucking restaurant with your family and that's like kind of like a tradition and you come home from college from when the movie it's like dude i can't i can't wait till i hit those tacos you know like do this why the why is that unrealistic you know just because your fucking idea of spices is mayonnaise you know what i'm saying (laughs) like i'm sorry sriracha mayonnaise Uh, not even dude it's too spicy for them man it gives me ulcers like i don't want to talk shit and like stoop down to your level but it's so easy to because like how dare you like you know just because it's unrealistic in your experience of life it doesn't mean that it's doesn't happen on a day-to-day lives with us lack of perspective yeah and to go a little bit further on the person who brought this attention to to the podcast uh later down did some research and i found some I guess incriminating videos of who these people really actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ones that was in a podcast, he uh, goes to uh, either I don't know if it's uh, Universal in Florida or or Hollywood. Anyways, they they're standing in front of the 
the statue of uh, Jebediah, um, the you know the Simpsons area right. in, in the the park, and he starts. He pulls out his camera and he's like, "Oh, look! They have a a monument for you know, because Jebediah is stepping on the bears." Right. So it's I don't want to repeat it because I feel it's a stupid, awful joke. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, it's all over the place, and it's just mm-hmm. like shows you a little bit of who they really are. They don't have any remorse of anything. And I feel like I I don't want to like wish bad on anybody, but if you're doing this shit, you deserve what you know what you're getting. And I feel like a lot of people are upset and they're you know pushing back from what they said and from previous videos, and you know they're trying to like cancel them. And it's like you know what you you dug your hole. Just fucking lay in it. Yeah, I think that's that's the slippery slide that some people, in order to be um, different or edgy, they'll they'll try to, in their way, go against the grain and be like, eh, you know what, going against, you know, trying to be slightly on the cusp of like, we don't like it because we don't understand it, but it's it's like kind of like still uh, appealing towards the. The population that's like, yeah, you know what, that that is unrealistic or whatever. But, you know, being Mexican, being you know who we are, and understanding these things, having experienced these things firsthand, we know that it's like um, things that happen. Yeah, you know, there might be little insignificant things. You know, I've learned to let a lot of things go. It's not worth it sometimes. You know. Yeah, of course. You never want to be on TikTok like this angry fucking. Mexican doing this Accusing people of that But It's just uh, It happens man It does It's And it's unfortunate Because it's like Part of me wants to fight But another part of me is like What's the point And then You know it's just like You know I don't I don't Like how you say I don't want to be like Known as the angry Mexican, the angry <laughs> Mexican. Just, it's just not worth it but I feel like it'll be doing a disservice for you know you know Latinos everywhere to to not stand up for that you know like there's this guy on uh, TikTok who's who's um very passionate about like uh vendors like uh Street vendors specifically, mm. you know, you know, there's an injustice or they they like try to kick them out a certain area, especially like in like L.A. County mm-hmm. where it's legal. Like, you know, there are certain laws that I passed that made it easier for street vendors to like sell things and whatnot. And property owners come out and like bully them or harass them to like move or, you know, some even people just come out and like push their fucking you know merchandise or whatever they're selling and uh so this guy short guy super short but like the way he talks it's super intimidating and he doesn't give a fuck like how tall you are how big you are he'll talk shit and there's 
dude, this guy has fucking balls, dude. He went down to, I think there was a Pomona police or Pasadena police, somewhere over there. Because he did he did the research. There's these uh, group of girls who were harassing this, uh, this uh, street vendor who was selling tacos. And they're, like, touching the food with bare hands. And I was like, dude, like, don't do that. And they obviously were not listening. It turns out one of the girls that were in that video was the daughter of some police person, uh, officer. Um, I don't remember, but he's high up there. So he goes and he goes to talk to him about something that happened. Uh, but the whole plan was to like kind of out him it's like hey aren't you the fucking don't isn't your daughter so and so that was caught doing this mm. and he just starts talking mad shit oh you fucking bigot oh you're a piece of shit like just fucking mad shit and you know obviously they're recording it and just just to see the fucking balls on this guy and it's not just once bro it's been like fucking many times his whole fucking page is filled of these examples where he's just like I don't give a fuck like I'm protecting my you know familia you know my raza mm -hmm. and people of color people who are struggling who's genuinely trying to work who are street vendors who are allowed to be here and who don't have a voice and he's giving them that voice he's protecting them he's organized like these events where who go to like you know the fucking the assailant or the people causing the drama home and like bringing mariachi and like vending in their street and everybody shows support and they're the only ones there like talking shit through a bullhorn mm. like it, this guy's fucking crazy um <laughs> but yeah uh i don't know i don't know it's just i feel like inspired by him sometimes yeah to kind of be like you know what that's not right and we should talk about it and you know i i feel like i get heated up especially like recently because of it because i feel like well i know it's hard to talk about and i, I know it's not something a lot of people are comfortable with but i feel like i would be doing a disservice if i don't mention it at least especially like you know this is we should we should be welcoming and and we support you know one another and i i feel like we should continue to have that platform and that that safe area where we could be ourselves not just us but our friends you know how many friends do we know that are have their own little side hustles yeah that true. we support that we shout out every now and then you know so i feel like it could happen to them and Hopefully it doesn't, but if it does, like, I'd, I'd want to be vocal about it. But like, yeah, that's not right. Yeah, true. By the way, the hot dog salespeople <laughs> outside of uh, the Metallica concert, that's all I ate, like, four hot dogs in one day. Nice. So, like, eight total. Dude, they just hit different. <laughs> like, I don't even, like... Dude, they saved me from paying too much for beer inside, like <laughs> five bucks for a Modelo, you know, five bucks for a Modelo. I don't even remember how much the hot dogs were. But if you get like two of them, like they'll be like, yeah, sure. I'll give two for, I think, 15 or something like yeah. that. And, uh, you know, I'm just like, you know, what? they're just they're not trying to like, you know, rip anybody off or anything. They're just trying to make an, an exchange. You know, you're hungry. Yeah. You want a beer. 
I got him. Here you yeah. go. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. So it's cool to see. And it's almost all Latinos. Yep. All of them, except uh, I think there's a couple people selling trinkets. Mm. You know, but it was like, uh, or the the clear bags. You know how they have oh, a yeah, rule, yeah, like yeah, no, only of, clear bags. Yeah. So there's a couple people selling clear bags. And, you know, so you saw a couple of uh, uh, African-American people selling as well. But, you know, for the most part, it was like all fucking... Ras out there, like you yep. know, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, modelo, modelo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, They all treat you too. like the nicest people, yeah. And it's like I don't know if you've seen the Gabriel Iglesias um, stand up. I don't know which one it was. He's got a few of them now, but when he's like, when you're drunk and you go up to the taco truck and it's an all female crew. <laughs> like they treat you like this the sweetest guy you know like they're like oh que quiere mi gordito precioso <laughs> and he's like dos tacos <laughs> you know yeah. he's like but when you you know when you get an all Mexican guy crew and they're you know bitter and they're upset you're like yeah. que que pinche gordo cabrón <laughs> <laughs> he's like dos tacos <laughs> nomas nomas <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, you know, so a lot of them are like older ladies and they're like, and they just treat you so nice, you know, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, give me another one. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, I remember one time we went to, um, it was a while ago, me and a, a friend, we went to uh, the Hollywood uh, Bowl mm-hmm. and we watched some concert. And we came out, we're all fucked up because <laughs> we had learned that apparently you can take a cooler with oh. whatever beers you want, however many you want. As long as you can carry it, you can, you take, can it. take it. Dude, we walked in with a big ass fucking cooler and we're sweating, dude, because we parked far and we we're sweating. By the time we get up there, like we open up the cooler and she was like, oh, because <laughs> she was surprised yeah, of how much beer we had. Bro. We read the rules. Yeah. <laughs> And so we're just pounding, dude, pounding. And um, I remember we're, it was like kind of getting late. Like the show was coming to an end and we still had like fucking beer. So we started like giving them to people. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the show, yeah, I remember there's a bunch of like hot dog vendors outside. And we're just like, dude, I, I, I don't know, man. We're all fucked. I was like, how are we going to fucking get money for the hot dogs? And I remember the we we only got one each but we're like oh like do you guys take like cash or uh, a credit card because some of them do and it was like early on like the venmo stage right yeah. so that's why we asked but it's like oh no it's just cash only and i was like oh like we don't have cash i think i had like five bucks and um i think they were like charging like eight bucks for one mm-hmm and I was like, oh, just give me, just give me one, and we're gonna share. And she's like, oh, I'll give you two. And so we just got one each, and uh, we we're fucking munching on that shit. It was the best fucking hot dog ever. It just fucking hit different, dude. Yeah. And we got back to the car and we're like debating, should we go back and get some more? And I was like, because we we left our cash in the car. Like we can we can uh, hypothetically buy more. Yeah, but we're just like, nah, fuck it, let's just go. We're all fucking bevel and shit. Dude, those fucking hot dogs, man. Sometimes it's like, that's what I look forward to the most. Yes. Because yeah, it's just like, you know, <laughs> after the show, you're all deaf and shit. You're like, 
Beautiful. It's magic. It's Mexican uh, economics, I guess you could call it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy to know, to like hear that. Like I don't know if it's true or people just spreading rumors or bad information, but apparently uh, some of them don't even own the carts. They like, you know, it's all like here. I need you to go fucking sell hot dogs. At Bank Stadium, you know, like, and just stand there and collect the money, and then they get, you know, the people who actually own a, it, yeah, a fee, or yeah. a, I mean, it's believable, but I don't know I if was it's gonna true. Say, it might, it, it may or may not be true, and the reason I say that is because a lot of the carts do seem very similar, yeah, to where it's kind of like you guys got to you guys either there's a there's a place. Yeah. Where everybody gets them, or it's kind of like because you'd think if it was like a free market, you'd have some people with an asador and shit. They'd yeah, be like, hey, come on, come on, I got an asador right here. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> like, so that's why, like, I can see it, but oh, but yeah, it's just it's crazy to think that, like, let's like, just say it is true. Like, that's that's awful. Like, because you know, you you go to work and it's cheap to. To fucking buy hot dogs and shit like that. Well, like, what was a pack worth? Like fucking a like a rap dollar, one. and the bacon like a two, three, maybe five bucks. The bacon, you're the bacon is probably the most expensive thing. And you're selling them for like seven bucks. I think some of them were selling for ten bucks actually. Yeah, to be I, I I bought some for ten. I think ten bucks is the going right now. Like if you oh, if shit, you're like really? I think if you're like. Oh, I'm gonna get a few of them. Or if you're like, oh, pero no más tengo esto, they'll, they'll be like, ah, oh, está, está bien. But I think they're just like tens the 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 starting point. Yeah. And then from there, it's like you can negotiate it up and down. Like, ah, no más tengo catorce. Ah, está bien, está bien, dámelo, dámelo. Yeah. And uh, then, but yeah, I think ten is the the starting point. Damn. Now. Now. I yeah. remember. I remember five. I remember seven. And I and then after that it just seemed like it just jumped to eight to ten and I was like yeah ah, fuck it I mean they're trying to make their money too I guess it's yeah. no big deal I mean I don't mind paying for it if I'm fucking feeling litty you know it's just because it's like and and of course if I have the cash yes you know like you just kind of like well fuck it but I feel like after a while for me I started preparing like you know what let me take some cash for those fucking hot dogs <laughs> even though right now I don't want it yeah I know I'm gonna want some at the end of the night yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, but, um, <laughs> I want a hot dog now. I know, dude. I'm thinking, about, I was like, Ooh. get on hot dog. You know, fucking, what's that place, the hot dog place right here? Portillos. And Portillos sounding good right now, dude. <laughs> I'm going to call the girl and be like, hey, you want some portillos? Que quieres? <laughs> Just send the picture of the menu, que quieres, bebe? I know. <laughs> Well, actually, yeah, it's probably a good idea if we just uh, cut it right here. Yeah, that's right. Before we get hungrier. I know. For sure. And it gets later. And it gets later. And then you're like having to sleep with a fucking a belly full of 10 hot dogs. What? <laughs> <laughs> if I start doing this, roll me over on my side. <laughs> I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Trust me, I'm okay. Just put a bucket. <laughs> but yeah, all right. So this has been the Oddfellas podcast, and it will continue to be till next time. Good time. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, modelo, modelo, hot dog. Clear plastic bags. Clear plastic bags. <laughs> yeah, but that's what you'll hear outside of most venues nowadays. Yeah. Uh, especially SoFi, because it's just so big. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess we shall see you guys next time. And uh, yeah, let us know. I forgot what poll we're going to put up. I think that's for the previous one. Which I'll one? listen to it and I'll see yeah. what poll. All right. Yeah. Oh, the ASMR oh, brew yeah. day thing. Yeah, the fucking brew day ASMR. Yeah, and our, and our uh, drink companion. And our drink companion today has been for both episodes. Golden, Golden State Cider. This Hamica. is the the Jamaica version of their cider. Uh, very good. Very not not dry dry, but it's semi dry. Mm-hmm. Um, fragrant, tart, acidic, acidic. Uh, very good, very good. Yeah. Would recommend. Would drink again for sure. For so, sure, man. So if you're gonna be drinking this, uh, we're gonna be posting the uh, the drink companions in the description now, so that you guys know before you listen, you can Ooh. read the description beforehand and be like, drink companion. All right, let me see if I can find it, or I'll just have to find something else for the meantime. Yeah. But that is it for today. We shall see you guys next time. <laughs> Listening to the Oddfellas Podcast.